Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. One, let that split. One, let that split. One, let that split. Hey. This episode is sponsored by Shirley Spotless Commercial Cleaning. Looking for a cleaning company to get your Airbnb ready for your next guests? Contact Shirley Spotless for all your cleaning needs. With Shirley Spotless, we're sure to get you cleaned right the first time because our reputation is spotless. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Need some new and exciting toys to play with? Get the OG Flow by Tracy's Dog. It has both clitoral and vaginal stimulation. With 10 levels of intensity, you're definitely bound to get where you need to be with this one. Use code BROWNLIQUOR to get 10% off your order now. Again, that's code BROWNLIQUOR to get 10% off your order now. B-R-O-W-N-L-I-Q-H-E-R to get 10% off your order now. I don't like this tequila, babe. We're back with a new episode. And I don't got no goddamn 1800. What am I drinking? Terramano. Yeah, Terramano. I don't like it. Even though, you know, I be wanting to support us blacks. The Rock is black. He's, he's uh, Hawaiian, ain't he? Uh, they say everybody that's a person of color is black. Sometimes we can't keep roping. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just Different nationalities. You just gonna put them right on in there. And, and to the black. I'm just saying. It's the bad black or you said he's Hawaiian? I don't know. I'm gonna have to investigate. But I did. I wanted to support because, you know, the black guy, Kevin Hart, his tequila wasn't available. This was for Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, babe. I'm off topic. But we're back. You just hit the button and say. started talking. Exactly. Because it was after the intro. Anyways. Anywho. What's up, y'all? It What's is up? your girl, Shonda D. And Nick and Nikki, baby. And we are back with another episode. Brown Liquor, an open exploration of LGBTQ Q-I-A. conversation. What's up, y'all? How was your Valentine's Day? Hope it was good. I hope you got some. I hope you got some flowers, some chocolate, some candy. You got all Whatever it was that you wanted. I ain't like your booty, but I'm going to do that this Ooh, weekend. Uh, why are you telling our business? Because t- I can. Mm. And we supposed to keep it real. We supposed to keep it 100 with our guests. Yeah. We, uh, so as y'all know, I'm back to work and like I work a night job and I get off very late. And Tuesday and Wednesday, for some reason, mm-hmm. at my job was just. Very busy, and I didn't get off until super late, so there was no Valentine's Day over here. There was a little bit of Valentine's Day. I mean, yeah, it was. Like, I'm not going to say I didn't come home to nothing. Yeah, I got some stuff, but like, 
I'm just saying, like, we didn't do what we would normally do for Valentine's Day. Like, we didn't have no celebration. We didn't go out and do all of that. But I know, because we usually be at Fleming's right. <laughs> with the tomahawk steak. The two, oh, our favorite, the wedge salad. Mm-hmm. The uh, cheesecake dessert. Lemon drop margaritas. My favorite dessert from them is that brownie. That caramel, salted caramel brownie. That is good, too. That mm. is good. Super Bowl. We just gonna go right into it. Yeah, we might as well. We might as well talk a little shit before I get into the drink of the week. Alright, Super Bowl. Um, absolutely amazing. <laughs> Woo! The wings is off, off the hook. I told him about my wings last week when I was making right. The lemon pepper lime pepper chili lime. Wasn't no pepper on the chili lime. No. <laughs> it was all good, man. If y'all come through Tampa, Florida, hit us up. If you can answer a couple of questions about a few of our podcast moments, you may get some free chicken and a slushie. Mm, I don't know about that. What? We can't be promising people chicken wings. I know, because if you feed the bears, they will come back. Right, and chicken is high. No, it's not, man. We got we found that. House. Oh well, so yeah, meats. you're right. We found the we found the meat store that yeah, had we, the wings for. We needed the Arby's. Dun, dun, dun. You know how they got the little Arby's? We owe the meat. We uh, have uh, the uh. meats. Yeah, well, we needed that. We needed that uh, 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 <laughs> for the house of meats. Cause I did. I found the chicken spot, man. I can get thirty wings now for like fifteen bucks. Don't be telling our secrets, dear everybody. Nah, we not gatekeeping around here. So if you are if you are in Tampa, Florida, uh, House of Meats has the chicken wings for the Lolo. I would just say that because if yeah. you go to Walmart or Winn Dixie or definitely the VIP or grocery stores, Publix, you gonna pay about thirty dollars for a ten pack of chicken wings. And then you gotta cut them, and then you gotta uh, clean, clean them. them. They have, uh, you know, party wings. They're already cut clean. The only thing you got to do is rinse them off, clean them, season them, throw them in the grease. Boom. I love it. What did you think about Rihanna's performance? Rihanna's performance was excellent for a pregnant woman. And you said that she made how how much did her Fenty stock go up? No, her her beauty brands were searched 833% increase prior to her performance so by her performing at the super bowl people researched her fenty brands whether it's clothing or makeup by 833 increase and just imagine how many cells she's got 833 percent increase what is that what is that <laughs> 833 percent 833 percent that means that shit was like, lighting up what like you said, yeah. imagine how many sales she got from that. Yes. If you searched, if her searches went up 833%, who got it in the cart? Because I know y'all got it in the cart. Somebody's cart right now is $1.2 million. <laughs> I, seen, I seen that on Facebook. It was cracking up like, yo, that is funny as hell. So right now, Rihanna got some carts out there that's probably doubled up. Yeah. Doubled up. Well, I'm not going to lie. I did think that she was going to bring out some surprise guests just because that's the thing that you do. You know what I mean? When you're performing at Super Bowl. But 
I do think for a newly pregnant woman, a woman that just had a baby, a woman that ain't been on stage for what seven years they said, um, and just overall, you know what I'm saying? Like she showed that she has the playlist to be able to do it by herself. She didn't need nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. She didn't need no special guests. I feel like she did as much as she I could. Feel like, though, let me say this though. When she did, she she hit the umbrella under my mm-hmm. uh, and Jay Z was there. He should have really came out like uh huh uh huh, or been backstage <laughs> with the mic uh-huh, just to uh-huh. do that part, right? Like like really, something. I, really I don't, like I don't he know. Should have came but, out on that. But at the end of the day, Jay Z and Rock Nation, they are the people that put the halftime shows together. That's why, since he made that deal with the NFL, we've gotten the two black. Super Bowl halftime performances for these last two years. Talking about Mary J. Blige yep. and 50 yep. Cent, Dr. Dre. He puts the shows together for the halftime Super Bowl show. So that makes absolute sense. I feel like next year, I agree with Charlemagne that they ain't going to have no choice but to go white because we didn't got two years of black excellence. So <laughs> Charlemagne said next year, y'all getting Taylor Swift. And Damn. I I I wouldn't agree more. Like I already I already was having that same thought. Like next year they're gonna give us somebody white because we've had, we've had two years back. of black performances. Like I said, black excellence. Well, I think Rihanna did very well. I just want to give a shout out to her and you know ASAP Rocky. I need you to stop you know dressing like Ike Turner um, from Ike Turner and listen. He's super cute though, love the braids, but he looks like he's always, you know what I'm saying, on that. You got five minutes to get ready, Rihanna. Either way, he got <laughs> two babies by one of the most beautiful women in the world who is oh, a billionaire. Wait a minute though. He shot the club up immediately after she popped that first one out. What did I say on the TikTok? Uh, he shot the club up. Yeah, he shot the club up. Did he get off? She pregnant again. Oh, 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 girl. I'm thinking you, he really. No. You made me lose my He shot the club up. She says he's pregnant again. Y'all might as well hang it up and not worry about getting no music for another five to ten years. You ain't I, but, I, had a, I had a good punchline. You made me forget what I was Besides the Lift Me Up song, I don't know what to tell y'all. Go ahead and hit the chorus. No, I'm not yeah, doing that again. Lift me up. Hold me down. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Keep me safe. That's See, all babe? I know. See, babe, why you had it? That's all I know. You had it. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, you know, Rihanna, not, you know what I'm saying, taking nothing away from our man because ASAP Rocky, you know what I'm saying, he do got some money. But if those, are they married? No. Oh, okay. Cause that's get right set. Well, you know people can unless they got secretly married and then people, they but they don't have to. You don't have to be married nowadays to to to, to cut a check. Cause you know Mariah Carey sued a motherfucker for wasting her time. Mm-hmm. And, and Janet Jackson, y'all know what Janet did. Janet Jackson went and had to got married and had the baby. The man had to pay her for every baby that she had or every year that they was together, like five million. Her contingency plan. Being a, a wife was excellent. She made out great. But anywho, if ASAP Rocky and Rihanna was the split up, you think he coming for a check? 
No. And he's at the end of the day, he still got that case. He still is. He what still, does that got to do with coming after coming after a check? If he in jail, how you gonna get a check? He can get a check. He can hire a lawyer to get a check. Either way, I'm you just don't saying. Think he would do that. You don't think you would come after? I him? mean, I like to see the good in people. I always am looking at the good in people, and and yeah, and true. and you know what I'm saying. Trying to see the best in them. I don't think he would do that. I mean, at the end of the day. It's both of their, I, I, it's both of their child, but like, I, you never know what somebody. I ain't even talking about child. I'm just talking about the check. Hey, I'm, I'm distressed. Feel, she wasn't I, having sex with me enough. I mean, I don't know. He might not be able to say that. See, now you speculate and we I 10 mean, minutes I'm in. Shit. I'm Wait a shit. minute. Let me get the people to drink of the week so they can drink with us. Cause okay. we 10 minutes in, we ain't did nothing we were supposed to be doing. What now. are you talking about? I, I did what I was supposed to do. Anyway. I showed up. This drink of the week is from my girl. We mm-hmm. went to high school and middle school together. Shout out to you, Shakar. Um, her brand is Broke Bitches Gotta Eat. Follow her on everything. She gives recipes, you know what I'm saying, for people that are trying to cook at home and save money. Um, and she'll tell you how to save with those recipes, how to... You know, playing the whole Valentine's Day. She just had a whole thing on her TikTok. She went live and did recipes on what you can cook. I think she did like some lobster and steak and some um, lamb chops and all kind of things on her TikTok. Anyway, follow my girl. It's Broke Bitches Gotta Eat. And this drink of the week came from her. It's for the day after valentine's day to get you back right to do the things that you was doing last night mm. that's what she said so <laughs> what she said now don't be offended by this drink because there's some things in this drink you're gonna be like er i mean i don't even know if you could even still find nouveau somewhere because i haven't seen have you seen vodka? have you seen nouveau but that's vodka right nouveau i think was uh vodka and like champagne mixed Anyway, the drink of the week is it's a half shot of tequila, a half a shot of Nouveau, and one shot of Prosecco, a splash of Simply Lemonade juice. And y'all know how I love me some Simply Lemonade. I just bought, (laughs) I literally just bought two Simply Lemonades. I bought the watermelon and the strawberry for smoothies and for drinks, but whatever. Neither here or there. And a splash of grenadine and a strawberry for garnish. What type of reposado was that? What type of tequila? Yeah. She didn't say. So basically, we can put any type of reposado that we want in mm-hmm. that bad, bad, bad Right. Bad. Right. And she made it a little mimosa. It was super cute. Is that her right there? Yeah, that's her. I want to get her on the podcast, so I'm going to have to hit her up. We were trying to get her on the podcast before, but I'm definitely going to have to hit her up and see if she'll come on the podcast. She did have El Humidor tequila. That's what she had. And that may have just. Maybe we should try that. I don't think we've tried it. That may be just what she. That may have been just what she had in the house at the time. But um, I don't know. Nouveau? I don't know. I don't know if I've seen Nouveau around anymore. Like, Nouveau is old. I don't even think I've I remember my homegirl being crazy about Nouveau. My homegirl, Kiana, shout out to her. She used to be crazy about Nouveau. Every time we would drink and get up for our little girls' night in or whatever, that's all she wanted was some Nouveau. I think it was just the pink of it all. 
Hmm. Because well, it was a lot pink. Of champagne that's and then they came out with a with a pineapple one that was yellow. And then that's all I ever seen of Nouveau. I haven't seen or heard of Nouveau in years. I think years ago I may have tasted it once, but I think uh, I might try that drink out. Because, mm, you know, I like Prosecco. Yeah, it's do. real bubbly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That and I think that was the whole p- point of it being the perfect drink for the morning after. Because it's real bubbly. It gotcha. had a lot going on. Right. right. Help settle your stomach if you did too much drinking the night before. Right. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So, shout out to her. Broke Bitches Gotta Eat is her brand. As a matter of fact, I might hit her up and see if she wants us to do a commercial. Right. We've been out here naked all season. We haven't had I know. And yet. we six episodes in, y'all. Right? What y'all doing? If y'all got a brand or business that you want to promote, hit us up so we can put you on the podcast. And we can promote to your people and you can promote to ours. Okay, let's work together. Black people, it is Black History Month still. Come on now. It is. Black History quote. Erica Badu was the first singer that put voodoo on a rapper. Oh, God. Y'all better check Andre 3000 and Common. They both went crazy. That's not a fact. That is a fact. They both went crazy after that. Do you see how my man was dressing? He had on... Um... Indian boots with my fucking shoulder pads on. Common didn't have no shoes on for like two years. She probably introduced them to meditation and grounding. Not wearing no shoes ain't got nothing to do with you having voodoo. It just means you probably want to be closer to the earth. Grounding, that's literally what grounding is. Grounding is a form of therapy where you get closer, closely rooted with forms of the earth whether you put your feet on some dirt or some grass whether it's tree hugging whichever form of grounding is fine with you that's what you do and it's a form of therapy understand everything that you're saying but nobody was tree hugging walking around barefooted with shoulder pads and um what was the but how you how you know until after they hit that erica badu but how you know that wasn't their stylist changing their style how you know that they they stylist was Erica Badu? Anyways, she put that root <laughs> on their ass. I'm not about to go through this with her. We just had hey, a whole look, conversation. I went to go see Erica Badu in person. You took me for my birthday, and I didn't have shoes on for a whole week, so you didn't even notice that. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you didn't even notice I can't that. Deal with her, y'all. I cannot deal I with her. I was in there. I was in the ambience. What is it? Ambience or ambiance? Ambiance. Yeah, I was in the ambiance. They was smoking weed on stage, y'all. I was in the audience. We was past it that she did it like Hey, we was jamming with Erica Badu. Swear, didn't have no shoes on for a whole week. You they ain't was. Noticed. They was smoking weed on stage. We was like, oh, is this kind of party? She had her beat machine out. We was rapping and shit. Yeah, sis yeah. was doing a lot. That, that concert was dope. And we was right on the floor, right there in front of her. We was, what, like eight rows back? Yeah, that shit was crazy. That concert was dope. Um, One of the best experiences I've ever had. She just was, as a matter of fact, on Tamron Hall show. And Tamron Hall did ask her, like, what is it that you do to the men? Mm-hmm. Why they fall in love with you so easily? She was like, it's something about when they look into my eyes. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking bullshit. <laughs> she was like, it's, it's not. She was like, it's not even about my body and what I can do in the bedroom. It's when they look into my eyes. I was like, mm. you know, she got them bottle p- pussy incense that <laughs> uh, sell out every time she put them out. You choke? You all right? 
Wait a minute. Hold your arm up. We ain't got those incense. Well, who we the hell still burning incense in 2023? It's plenty of motherfuckers that still burn incense. So why don't me. we got none? Because for one, they're $50. Oh, shit. For how many? I don't 50 know. 50 at least. I hope no, a dollar an incense. I don't think so. And for two, because... I mean, I love Erica Badu, but I don't know if I want to smell her pussy incense in my house. Mm, put pussy far. Lord... <laughs> <laughs> we we ain't even gonna go there on that one. I'm a, <laughs> I ain't even gonna go there on that one. All right, man. I need to know who um whoever is listening today. See, I'm I'm a little bit feeling it now. I'm good. I was tired, y'all. Y'all gotta forgive me. It's like she after... always tired. What? Go ahead. Tell your story. I don't have a story. I'm just saying. What's your favorite podcast besides ours? I want to know. I like Drink Champs. You put me on to a lot of different podcasts, babe. You know what I'm saying? We have to start expanding our our, our minds and yeah, you know, and and furthering what our experiences when it comes to learning and you know what I mean, mm-hmm. being different. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was have. a big fan of Ti's. I I don't know if he still does his. That I was back in the day. Um, I've never listened to Joe Button because I feel like he's a hater and he's just a fucking ranter. All he does is yeah, all he does is hate. But I do like Carisha. Please, you put me on to that. We still gotta watch Trina. We never watched it. We do because that's what she was talking about peeing. She liked to be peed on, and whole lot was going on on there. I like Drink Champs too with Noriega. I love to see people that came from, you know, being rappers back in her twenties and being good at what they do to transition into something different i wish they would leave you know what i'm saying something out there for us little guys that's trying to come up say it say it i'm like, praising i do man y'all just been... went right on up right because all these celebrities that's out here man if, if y'all just attached the little guy to you just a little bit just to give us a little bit of a push let us get somebody too let us get some endorsements let me tell y'all something now i Naked Nikki always say that this podcast is my thing. And I do feel like it is my baby. This I love brown baby. liquor. It is something that I wanted to bring to fruition for a very, very long time. And I am happy that I am able to do it with her. However, <laughs> I wrote a note in a notebook. I still have the notebook back in 2014, almost 10 years ago, about my vision for a podcast. Podcasting was still new back then. But I wish I had the tools that I have now back then. Because if I would have started it back then, it's no telling where Brown Liquor would be now today. You just needed the courage. When I needed the courage and I needed more information about how to get it out there. If I knew that there was platforms that I could start it on, I never knew how to start. Right. That was my main thing that was holding me back. Can I ask you something not to cut you off? Did you ever like just think to Google it? Yeah, I Googled it many times. It wasn't as many platforms as it is now. Okay. It was either like I would have had to do a YouTube channel, which I didn't want to do because I didn't really want to make it about video and about me. I wanted to make it about the community and just us as a whole and bring people in and you know what I mean? Like I still, yeah, like I still have that notebook and looking back on it, it's so humbling because I am thankful that I was able to at least get it off the ground. But at the same time, I completely agree with you. Like podcasting was something that started like 10, 12 years ago. And when it started, it was all about the little people. 
all about the little people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and artists started, like artists, famous people, actors, all these people that already have platforms was like, oh, podcasting is a $5 billion industry. Let me jump into that. And then they started stealing all the shine from everybody else. And now it's just, it's it's flooded with so many podcasts that are just right about nothing. Like, I do this. I do this. I listen to podcasts yeah, daily. Yeah, I yeah. listen to The Breakfast Club. I, my favorite podcast is The Read. I listen to... Jill Scott's podcast. I listen to. Yes, I listen to Dr. Anita Phillips' podcast. I listen to Sarah Jake's podcast. I listen to her and her husband's podcast. TD Jakes even has a podcast off of his sermons. Like I listen to podcast. I do this. Mm -hmm. I do this. I take my craft seriously, and I listen to a multitude of different podcasts. For the reason that you said. Right. So that I can have more experience in, right. in learning and growing about how to build my podcast, how mm-hmm. to make my podcast better and stronger. Exactly. But also just because these are people that I enjoy, that have a good perspective on topics that I'm interested in. Like Kid Fury and Crystal, The Read is the podcast that I'm talking about. They are... Kid Fury started from humble beginnings. He started getting famous back when MySpace was still active. Like MySpace. Like he started from coding. And then I think he got, he went on up to YouTube and then your Facebooks and your Instagrams and all that stuff started happening. So he he really built from the ground up his following. Literally from MySpace. Crystal, I'm not so sure about how. She came into the picture. I don't know much background information on Crystal. However, I still love their podcast. Their podcast to me is one of the best. As y'all know, you're probably... And how long have they been around back? 10 years. They just celebrated their 10 years. They're nominated for awards now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this right. is what I'm saying. Like, um, if you've heard... You probably heard me say on here before that I call Kid Fury my ghetto twin. Even though we're not actual twins. He don't even know me. <laughs> um, <laughs> his birthday is the day after mine. Where I think we're born the same year. And I, I just feel like I can relate so much to his perspective. Because I feel like we think the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love their podcast so much. Because me and him like... Every time I listen to their podcast, whatever his opinions and perspective is, I just be like, yes. It like, just falls in line. I, I can feel it. Like, it I can relate. That attitude. Yeah. Like, I, it just. <laughs> but anyways, I done went off on a whole rent, child. That wasn't. No, I, I get it, though. And I wanted you to express everything that you're feeling. And, you know, I applaud you, babe. And from you having to go from, you know what I'm saying, put in. Your dream in a notebook and researching it back then to where you didn't feel comfortable to where we are now uh, because you did like you, the very first podcast that you did. You started in the middle of the pandemic uh, with your first co-host. Mm-hmm. What was her name? Ayla. Podcast name. Uh, what was it? Sh- Sugar Baker Radio. Sugar Baker Radio. Hey, I really like the intro to that. The intro was definitely dope. 
You know what I mean? And y'all went ahead and y'all put yourself out there. She didn't even tell me. We were dating. And I didn't even know that she was dropping a podcast. It was just like, boom, podcast. Here, I need you to listen to this. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Wait because a minute. It, it was one of those things that, you know how, like, you're working in the background. It's like, basically, like what they say, do the work that you're going to do and don't tell nobody. So nobody can't stop you. Right. They can't tell you about all the things that may happen. No dis- yeah, like you don't get no negative energy. Right. And not to say that you would have brought that to me because at that time we were still getting to know each other. But it was just one of those things that was very important to me and very personal to me. And I wanted it to you wanted to, to protect your space. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And I'm not even mad at yeah. you because I've done the same thing with uh, situations that I've been in as far as what am I going to do next? Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? I didn't really tell anybody that I was going to get up and move and move to Florida. Well, <coughs> excuse me. Well, I did. I prepared my friends and family. Like I told them like, hey, you know, my I, I lost my mommy. My, my son is grown. There's nothing. I don't have any more roots that's really here tying me down. I'm going to do something different. Nobody really took me serious until, mm-hmm. I, until a bitch put the, the furniture on the truck. On the truck. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have a lot of conversations about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just something that I made up in my mind. And it was just something that I was going to do. Uh, when I came home and you know, from, from prison and I published my books, I didn't have a lot of conversations about it. You know what I mean? Like, I just went ahead. I went through some things. I needed something to to feel good about. So, that's what I did for me to get to the next step Mm -hmm. of what it was that I needed to do to level up. So, I totally get it. And I totally agree. Because when you start telling people what it is that you want to do, everybody has an opinion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've... You know, I dropped the ball on a couple of different projects because I was listening to mm-hmm. too many people. Yeah. Oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. Especially when my when it came to my publishing, I was very, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was happy and I knew I was a shit, but I was insecure too because I really didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, I allowed people to come into my space because I was asking those questions. Now, today, no, I'm not asking no questions. This is what it is that I want to do. This is where This is where I'm at. This is where I need my book to be for me to be 100%. You know right, what I mean? Right. I don't have to ask a whole bunch of questions and have a whole bunch of conversations. Opinions, yeah, because yeah, opinions have you fucked up on some other that's shit. That's when you start doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you second guessing yourself. Yep. Then you just like, damn, do I really want to do it? And it's just like, no, like, don't. Sometimes you have to just do stuff without involving people. Mm-hmm. Pray and on. I don't know. You know what I mean? What she may be doing with that page now. That podcast didn't work out for me. Um, You know what I'm saying? God moved me in a different direction. And we just kept it moving. So, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Sis is probably doing wonderful. Right. I hope she is. I hope she is. I bet you nine times out of ten. Y'all were both two strong individuals. Two strong-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Very intelligent. And I definitely enjoy because I came on y'all guys' podcast. Right. I had fun. I enjoyed it. And I learned a lot from, you know what I'm saying, just being on your guys' podcast. I didn't know nothing about podcasting for real. I was I was Ubering, getting money. When you told me like, hey, when you're tired of listening to music, listen to this, this, and this. This could help you with your books. 
um, this can help you with the next step of what it is that you're trying to do. Because everything that I told you that I wanted to do, did I do it, baby? Mm-hmm. You did. But you you did. You, you had a lot to, to, to do with that, too. And you pushed me in a lot of different directions. You kind of stretched me. Because I didn't. I didn't know anything about podcasting. You know what I mean? I feel like for real, it to me, it to me, it's really just talk radio, basically. But they just gave it a new name, right? But I was never big on talk radio back then, anyway. You know, so I feel like you put me in a lane to where if I do need inspiration or if I do need to figure something out on how to get to the next step of a process, uh. You, you've given me tools to like, hey, like you can listen to this podcast, that podcast. You know, Nikki, they got these audio books. Let me show you how to do this, 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 and this so that you can be good spiritually, mentally, and physically so that mm-hmm. you can get on into your next realm. That's why I love you, boo. Splow up. That's why, like, you offset me. I'm your Cordy. <laughs> See how I slid that in you there? You did. Boo. <laughs> Y'all know nothing about that. We you gonna go to Brissett me of your Cardi. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. That was anyway. Deep. That was deep. Let's go on break on that one. We are definitely gonna go on break. But before we go to break, let me just remind you, like I said before, if you have a brand, if you have a business, if you wanna build with us, please hit us up, brownlicker at gmail.com, and we will send you our commercial pricing. And we will get you on the episode. You could come. You could do an interview. You could sit with us. You could drink with us. You could chill with us. Ow. Bam. All right. We'll be back after this break. That was dope. Girl, have you heard of Serene Candy Wax in Philly? Well, if you haven't, I suggest you go and look that up right now. It's the only 24-hour wax spa in the area. It's so cute. Every wax is named after a different type of candy. For instance, you can choose from the Cotton Candy, Sour Patch, or Twizzler. And while you're there, get into their skincare products, including beer oils for men and edible body oil for whoever you're trying to lick from head to toe. Oh, and did I mention Alicia Candy Gordon, the owner? She's an author too, and her story will blow your mind. You can book your appointment, find her products, and get the book all in one place. www.serenecandywax.com I suggest you log on now. Again, that's www.serenecandywax.com And we're back. There you go again with the newscaster. We are back reporting live from Brown Liquor Studios. <laughs> I see a little bit of hater over here on the west side and over here down on the on the left on the Friday night we have the drunk people that's sipping the tequila. At home. At home. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Terramano. Shout out to <laughs> Dwayne Rock Johnson. And Suter Holmes. Pinot Grigio. Pinot Grigio. Suter home. That was my people's right there. Though. White people Kool-Aid. White people We Kool-Aid. appreciate you. Appreciate you. We're going to get the cameras rolling right on over to our reporter, Nikki Flowers, who's on scene. Nikki, what you got for the people? What do I got for the people? <laughs> you were supposed to go ahead and you were supposed to do your whole disclaimer. <laughs> because I'm getting ready to go in there and I'm getting ready to talk shit. Because we're getting ready to bring up our topic of the week. So go ahead. So let me give y'all some background information. So I did not post a picture in our group 
or on our Instagram or on our TikTok, which I was supposed to do. But I dropped the ball because this week has been strenuous for me between work, school, all the things. Anyways, we had a small little get together at our house for a Super Bowl. Um, and in the midst of watching the game, we started talking about Beyonce and Jay-Z. Now, before we start this conversation, we're going to precursor this by saying I love Beyonce I love Mm Jay-Z I love them both I love them together I think their children are beautiful I'm so glad that they are able to have the relationship relationship that they have um I'm mad that I can't get no tickets to the concert because they are just way too expensive and I don't got it Beyonce I just don't have it we've been talking about Beyonce since last year and I feel like the conversation about Beyonce is going to continue throughout 2023 as this uh tour begins to take place however we say these comments with love with curiosity in our hearts because you guys have a, a very private relationship and we don't really know what goes on your, in your household. Mm-hmm. So this just sparked a conversation that made us want to have a bigger, broader conversation about regular, normal people. Y'all are just like... Y'all were at the at the bottom of the cooking pot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, yeah. No, I'm not going to say that. Y'all were the ingredients right. that we added to the cooking pot right. to get us to this discussion that we're getting ready to have. So all that to say, don't sue us. Sue your mammy. We love Beyonce and see, we love Jay-Z. See, that's what's going to get us sued. No, I'm just saying. I can see Beyonce over there right now heading the joint. That's like, no, don't sue Tina. <laughs> sue your mammy? Is that what she said, Jay? Like, no. Oh, that blue. Wait, Is no. that what she said? No, not blue, not roomy, not sir, not Tina, not Solange, not Jay-Z and his whole thing. Like, no, like, no. If anything, let us be the first podcast on Rock Nation, okay? Ooh. Like we could do that, okay? If anything, but you know what I'm saying? This is just one of the conversations that came up, and it was a very strong debate. And like I said, as we worked out together the next day, it brought up a bigger conversation for us to have on this platform. So here we go. Now go, babe. Okay. So we're watching the Super Bowl and we start having a discussion about Jay-Z and Beyonce and their age difference. I'm looking at Jay-Z and you know what I'm saying? Like he he's a, he's a he's a he's an older guy and he's been in the game for a long time. And you know, he got one of the hottest chicks. Everybody's always saying, like, oh my gosh, like is Beyonce really happy? And and, and I do and, and I say the same thing too, like, damn, I can't wait for the tell all book to come out. Babe is like, there's no tell-all book that's coming out. They're happy. You know what I'm saying? They're doing their thing. It's Jay-Z. It's Beyonce. They popping. And me, personally, I just really can't believe that. Like, I, I, I want them to be happy. I, I want them to, you know what I'm saying, to have that boom. But come on, man. We got Becky with the good hair out there. We got Lemonade. She was... uh. Busting car windows out. And then we can take it all the way back to one of her first albums. What was that? Crazy in Love? When she sung Resentment. Had us all in our feelings. In our bag. Like, god damn. Beyonce was the shit. Is the shit. And at the end of the day. I'm going to stick to my guns. I feel like there. You know. Is. 
is a lot more that's going on like behind those walls and I do I want the story Jay-Z was one of the top biggest rappers he still is you know what I'm saying biggest man alive you know that's out here she is one of the biggest like they're both mega superstars so you know for a fact there was a lot of things that was going down Man, Beyonce gave us her version of what happened in Lemonade. You know, he got on TV and he he said his apologies. But we don't know what went on in that house. We don't know the, the mind state and, you know, what Beyonce was really going through. Man, her whole sister snapped out on that nigga in the elevator. So you can't tell me that there hasn't been moments because the whole argument is about could you be in a relationship with somebody and be in love and not be happy? I feel like Beyonce, you know what I mean? She's in a relationship. She loves him. That's her husband. She's going to support him. She'll never disrespect Jay-Z. But that I know for a fact there has been some unhappy moments. Of course. With any relationship, there's unhappy moments. That's true. Just like we're regular everyday people, there's unhappy moments. My perspective was this. I refuse to believe that Beyonce as a Virgo woman, if y'all know anything about Virgos, you know what I mean when I say as a Virgo woman, as a Virgo woman, that she would stay in a relationship with a man that she was not happy with. I don't believe that. That's horrible. I don't believe that. I also, like you said, going back to resentment, she wasn't the one writing those songs resentment was written by neo right, wait but listen okay. before you start start okay. getting back ready to argue no i got you my point in that whole conversation was at the time that we was having a conversation was i can write something about an ex right now and sing it or perform it in a poem or whatever and you'll feel it like it's happening today is that does that mean that everybody would automatically assume that i'm not happy with you that is a good point. That that really is a good point. And the only thing that I could really say about that is, you know, it, it, it would all you would have to produce the song. It would all have to be in the emotion that was brought into you singing it. There's something about song, there's something about emotion to where if it's emotional enough. It's going to take your platinum, if you know what I mean. Come on up. We got Whitney Houston. I'll always love you. That was some emotional ass shit. She had lost the baby. She was going through a whole bunch of shit. We loved it. Went platinum. Resentment. Neil may have wrote the song, but she sung the shit out of that motherfucker. And she has sung it for 10 years plus after it was, you know what I'm saying, and, and gave it that same intensity there's just no way in hell that it didn't pertain to him. She dated Cisco, Kobe Bryant. Allegedly. That's what I'm saying. All of these people that she dated, there's no confirmation of of, of Beyonce dating for real for anybody. But the prom. guy that she went to the prom with her high school sweetheart and... Jay-Z, ain't nobody motherfucking break her heart. She there will probably be no other public record of Beyonce ever dating anybody else because she's Beyonce. Yeah, but I, I, I went ahead and I did. I looked it up. That's how come I know she was talking to Cisco and... 
Yeah, like we said, allegedly. We don't know that she was dating that motherfucker for real. I don't see Beyonce dating those Cisco. I just don't. But, again, like I said, this was all about having a bigger, broader conversation. It was, because we could argue all day about this uh, as it relates and pertains to them. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to keep this conversation focused on them because we already had that conversation and we already went through the motions about it. But I, but I just on. feel like at the end of the day, regardless of a time period of a song, yes, we know Becky with the good hair was a real thing. Yes, she had lemonade. She also said that they went to therapy because that's what a lot of people want. They want to see black relationships fail. They went to therapy. They found a good therapist. They worked through their problems and they found a greater love for each other. If anything, I feel like that's what we should be focused on, not the turmoil and the things that would have ruined their okay, relationship. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we now we getting off on another foot. The whole thing was, could you be in a relationship with me in love and not be happy? And that just proves my point. Because of everything that she went through, there were certain periods in their relationship. And in their marriage, that she was in love with that man. She's still in love with that man, but she wasn't happy because that's how good. That's but how that's every relationship, man. Yeah, and and that and that's it. Like you, you, we were arguing that that couldn't take place because you was like, "Hey, Nick, she's happy with that man. She loves him. They're gonna be together." But now that we've had gotten here and we've revisited, and now we're talking about it again. Now I got my foot up in your ass. Because at the end of the day, ooh, the look that you just gave me. like I didn't give you no look. You I was looking at the flowers on the ground. But anyway, go ahead. Continue. No, but everything that we were discussing, you know what I mean? You were just very adamant on, you know, her being super happy. And now that we're just going back, like I said, and just revisiting everything that we talked about and just what we've seen in the press, because that's the only thing that we can comment on is what we in, in, in what we seen in the press. Exactly. So, like, just like when everything happened with Lemonade and everybody was speculating, oh, they're on the brinks of divorce. Oh, sources say they're getting a divorce. Oh, they say it's bad over there. Ain't nobody really know what was going on in their household. Nobody knew the whole time they probably was working on their relationship. And like I said, going to therapy and doing the work and doing what was necessary for them to make their relationship survive. At the end of the day, we may never know. We may never know. I want to know. I want to know, too. I'm sure the world wants to know, but we may never know. That's just the reality of it. But anyway, like I said, the bigger, broader conversation was, was, can you be in a relationship and be in love and not be happy and not be happy? Yes. What do you think? Yes, you totally can. Like I've been there. I've done that. And that was one of my bases. That was one of the uh, bases of my argument. You know what I mean? Because... When we were talking once again, not to keep taking it back to them, but when we were talking about Jay Z and, and Beyonce like that, he got twelve years on her. You know what I mean? So he he already had a whole, you know what I'm saying, decade of being that being that. I don't want to say growing person, but uh, just being more educated. Let's just say that in life, love, and relationships. 
He just had he had Beyonce, and there, and there's a lot of relationships that are balanced to unbalanced like that. We got what nine years. Women mature way faster than men. So even though he has 12 years on her, they probably are equally yoked in that sense. Like, But all that money. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying because, and, and it just goes back to me and saying like, I really would love to know like what's going on in that house. Like, you know, they did with Whitney and Bobby. I want to see what, what, what the hell is going on in there. Because... Just they're so fucking famous. Okay, so in your experience, in your experience and in your relationships, have you ever been in a situation where you were were in love but were unhappy? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I feel like everybody, if you got money or if you don't got money, has been in that situation. with dating, especially if you like, if you're not if you're not married. But long story short, and I did post this in the group. Um, you know, like I was in several relationships to where I struggled with, you know, being in love and that that need to be happy. I was in one relationship though. Uh, that was that was just really hard. You know what I'm saying? It, was, it ended up being a, a very abusive, toxic relationship, but I could not leave. I love that person with all my motherfucking soul, but I could not stand them. Like, I was not happy, but I couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. And I always revert back to Ike and Tina. And y'all have probably heard this on, you know what I'm saying, other podcasts that, that we've done as well. But I will never forget when Tina Turner, a.k.a. Angela Bassett, sat in Jackie's house after they got done joking. And she was like, I don't know what it is, Jackie. I just can't get up and walk away. I just can't be that person to leave him or her. Well, she was talking about I got that time to leave him because of everything that he's been through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you feel trapped. And it took me, man, I had to lose a whole head full of hair. Like, literally, scalp bleeding for me to walk out. And then I went back. It was very hard. It was very hard for me to detach the love away from the... What's the word I'm looking for, babe? From the reality? Reality, number one. But the dysfunction... The domestic violence. I had it all wrapped up into one. And emotional imbalance, it doesn't have to come in a physical form. Emotional abuse. I said emotional emotional abuse. Abuse doesn't have to come physically. You know what I'm saying? It sneaks up on you. It creeps into your mind first. That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? It gets you there first. And then everything else is, is just a trickle-down effect. And the next thing you know, you cripple. You ain't got no legs. You ain't got no feet. You ain't got no knees. In my experience, I'll say this. I've never been in a relationship where I was in love and wasn't happy. Um, This relationship with us has been one of the longest relationships I've had. Um, Sad, but true. Uh, My past relationship where I was engaged, it wasn't until the end that I really started to see her true colors. And then, yes, I was in a situation where I was basically... 
at a rock and a hard place because I was still in love, but and at that point I was not happy. Like mm-hmm. I knew that it was a situation that I had to get out of and get out of fast because I was being emotionally abused. And I realized that quickly and I the way that I got out of it was literally through prayer. I literally had to pray to God, God, please take this from me because I don't have the strength to walk away. And he did. And that showed me that that was just not the place for me. And then lo and behold, two years later, I met you. And you wrap up a little bit. Anyways. Okay, so when we posted when we posted this question in the group, I don't think people really understood. You it know could it could be the way that I, I think, worded the I question. I think it was really the way that you worded it because people, you know, they didn't want to, um, they didn't want to leave a, a post, and a lot of people said that they didn't know the difference. I'll, I'll I was just this. about to say, go ahead. How many people out of the out of the ten people that we had that post? Because yeah, a lot of people it's didn't two. post on there. Um. Only two people said that. Said what? That they didn't know the difference or they was waiting on the answer. On the answers, yeah. I'll say this. I feel like the fact that people can't tell the difference between being in love and being happy is a problem. It is a big problem. And it's a problem that you have with yourself. It It is a security issue. And I hate to get in my psychology bag, but sis, you need some therapy because you should not get into a relationship or depend on anybody else, regardless of the relationship, whether it be family, work, friends, sexual partner, whatever. You should not depend on nothing or nobody else for your own happiness. You cannot depend on nothing or nobody else for your own happiness. That is something that you have to find within yourself. If you cannot be happy within yourself and by yourself and being single and just dealing with you, then you need to find out what the issue is within you why you can't be happy with just Mm -hmm. you. Before you start going and damaging other people. That is y'all problem. Y'all be so quick to go and rush and damage somebody else because you're not happy with yourself. But that's a whole another conversation. I ain't going to get into that. Girl, you preaching. Because I ooh. wrote a whole book about that. Mrs. But, and Mrs. Tyson. And we... <laughs> it's funny, too, because some of these people I, I personally follow or they're personally friends with me on... Uh, social media so I see the things that they post and I see the toxicity that they that they're involved in and it's just like yo like you have to find your happiness within yourself first before you go trying to love other people like find your own happiness with you first and and, and it's crazy though uh because you don't really realize that's something that you need to do until you're in that moment, and you have to be you have to be awake. You know how people say that you're walking around eyes wide shut. You really are. You know what I'm saying? Depending on the situation, I was doing the same thing. I kept, you know, I'm not gonna say that I was blaming. No, like I was. Like I was blaming. I can't say that I was blaming a lot of people uh, for the situations that I was ending up in relationship wise. 
I really had to take some time out for myself, really focus on what it was that I needed to do to be a better person before I got to you. And that was one of the things that we were discussing when we were talking about the whole the whole age difference, because, you know, 10 to 12 years like that's a lot. That's a lot of experience between two human beings. You know what I'm saying that's a fucking decade, like I was saying. And depending on where you're at and what you have been through, the person that's older than you has that influence over the person that is younger. And it, it, it could be vice versa, depending on where you're at in your life and what you have been through and what you have been exposed to. So it could be very dangerous. It could be very enlightening and very dangerous, depending on where you're at in your life. Mm-hmm. You got me at a decent time to where... What I had been through rolling with older women and being in, in, in relationships that had so much that ended up being a lot of turmoil that was older than me. I could have came in and I could have everything that I learned from those relationships. I could have put on you. You know what I mean? I could you could just really be a very unhappy B.I.T. in here and be ready to kill me with chicken breasts. Like, I'm just going to leave these frozen and beat the hell out of her when she go to sleep. It could be any, <laughs> right. <laughs> it could be any type of thing. But I, I say that to say this. It's the influence. It's 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 where you're at in your life and what you want to expose your loved ones to. And sometimes you you don't know no better. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of sex, drugs, murder, mayhem. Yes you do. I do. 90% of the time when people are getting strung out on drugs, it's from a loved one. The loved one don't know nobody. The loved one just feels good. And they want you to feel and good. And they too. want you to feel good too. And that's how, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's the same scenario. Sometimes it's with a drug. Sometimes it's without. It may be with it, shopping. It could be with, with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Just when you look at it that way. It is. It's very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. I feel like personally, like I said earlier, your own happiness is based solely on you. What you have within yourself where you can find peace, find happiness and love within yourself. That's something that you that you should possess before you go out and be trying to find somebody else. You Okay, so let me say this. I feel like you should you should when you're dating, you should be trying to meet somebody whole. I feel like and I, and and I say that from a whole different perspective from what I had previ- prior to meeting to meeting you. Like that experience that I went through before in my past relationship where I was previously engaged, that grew me so much that when it was done, I had to rebuild myself in a way that I basically had to make a whole nother Rashonda because I didn't recognize myself. Like, why was I so weak that I was willing to let her say the shit that she was saying to me and do the shit that she was doing to me? And I was just taking it on the chin like, bow, bow bow like mm-hmm. what like girl that's not you mm-hmm. like so what the fuck like and I really had to check myself like why were you able why 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 were you so weak 
that you allowed that to happen for so long before you was able to walk away? Why was that your prayer to God that, God, I don't have the strength to walk away, so take this from me? Why couldn't you just leave? It's just being human. That's the same thing with motherfucking Tina, girl. But right, but that's, what I'm, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's just us being human. Right. But at the end of the day, the gap in between the time of when that ended and when I met you, like, during that time, yes, I dated people. But it, I, I, first of all, I didn't start dating people for a while. And when I did start dating people, I made sure that I knew what I wanted. I made mm-hmm. sure that I knew what I did not want. And I made sure that I was whole within myself to even think about being in a relationship. Being in a relationship. Yeah, so I feel like that's one of the reasons why I was able to meet you at a place where you were whole. I was whole and we became whole together. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Oh, no. Um, I'll just say this. Like, I definitely feel you. On the becoming whole and learning about what one needs. Because I was. I, I, I was doing a lot. I had dropped the Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic. Did I drop Did I drop that yet? I definitely dropped that. I definitely dropped Mrs. and Mrs. Toxic. I was dating. And I did the The person that I was dating, like, literally, like, before you, I compromised, like, everything that... I want it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to date anybody that had kids. She had five. Um, I feel like we both was a rebound. You know what I mean? And then my ex before that, it, that shit was just... That was a hard hit lesson that I had to learn over and over and over again because I feel like... I feel like I was on the same cycle over and over and over again until for real for real, like I I had to start paying attention. My best friends was telling me like no bitch she's not for you. Do you hear me smack the shoulder? Hold up. Okay Ooh, whoa, 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 stop whoa. fucking hitting me. I'm not heavy handed am I? Yes you are. I know I am. <laughs> I tried to get me some little sneak out shit ow stop Why it don't do that for that people gonna know that you was abusing me. I done forgot what I was gonna say. Anyways, Anyways. I'm gonna read some responses from our brown liquor group, right. brown liquor lesbian I'm conversations. No, you're not. I gotta go to the comp- the question that was posted was what's the difference between being in love and having slash finding true happiness? And we got a couple responses. Um, Answer the question. Lovely Jones says, being in love associates emotions and happiness, so both goes hand in hand. Uh, Monet Donatella says, I've never been in love, but I've loved. The extreme happiness, happiness starts with self by themselves, self-love. In order to find true love and happiness, it starts with loving yourself in order to give true happiness to another person. But trying to look for happiness in others isn't the answer. I responded to her comment and I said, I completely agree. I think happiness is self-driven. I think being in love is emotionally driven. Like I said um, in my statement earlier, happiness is something that you have to have within yourself before you go look to be happy with another person. Um Nikki commented and said, 
I've definitely been in love and miserable as hell. I loved her and didn't want to leave her like everyone else did. In the grand scheme of things, I learned why they left. The love I had for her took a long time to change its course. It was like an Ike and Tina situation. Mm -hmm. That shit was abusive as hell. Emotionally. Number one, the hits I could take. I could take you. I could take us fighting. It was not that that's okay. I mean, no, like it's not okay, but it didn't hurt as much as her in my face and telling me her bruising your ego. It it wasn't even about bruising the ego. It was just about it was just ugliness. You know what I mean? It was you were really just gunning for to hurt me. Man, I feel like they say words don't hurt, but words cut the fucking thickest. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can get over a scrape or bruise that don't got no meaning behind it. But if you fighting and you got that black eye or you got that scrape or you got that burn that was behind that, bitch, you ain't shit. You ain't ever going to be shit. Your, your, your parents ain't love you or whatever, that, whatever it is that they decide to say. Even after you heal. That conversation is always going to come back. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was caught up in. And I wasn't, I I just didn't get caught up in one abusive relationship. I got caught up in two. One, the woman was older than me. The second one, I was older than the woman. And the, and the, and the young lady was younger than me. Mm-hmm. I feel like what they were going through, though, in their lives set it off. But I can't blame them neither, though. I have to blame myself because I didn't love myself enough to, you know what I'm saying, not fall into those situations. Now the first time, you know, with the older with the older woman, I was I was a little bit younger with the older woman. I'ma give myself some grace. The second time though, with the young lady that was younger than me, and from me being in a situation that I was already in, domestic violence wise, I chose to be there. I chose to to stay mm-hmm. and not leave because I felt that she didn't have anybody else to you know what I'm saying? Love her or to take care of her. So I'm like, okay, like I'm going to stay. I'm going to stick it out. Maybe I can show her how to love properly. Oh, hell no. Right. And there's multiple reasons why, especially in any kind of abusive relationship, whether it's physical abuse, domestic abuse, emotional abuse, or whatever, that people decide to stay or makes it hard for them to leave. But I just feel like this. At the end of the day, once you see the bigger picture within you, once you get back to yourself, because you do like love blinds you, you know what I mean? Like love will blind you and you, you will be caught up in emotion. Love is a loveless emotion. Explain. There is no explanation. This is what I'm saying. Love is a loveless emotion. Listen to everything that we're sitting here and we're putting out here right now in this conversation. We was in love. We couldn't help ourselves. We loved this individual. We stayed and we endured pain that we shouldn't have endured because we loved them. Love is a loveless emotion. I actually wrote about this shit. Woo, this is taking me back to good writing days out here. But do you feel what I'm saying, though? Love is a loveless emotion. Look at everything that you went through with your past relationship. I don't know why I can't leave. And that's our that's our biggest questions. But loveless is like 
there's no love there. So like, there's no love in the emotion. That's why I'm asking you to explain. I'm still not there with you. Even though you're going through everything that you're going through, and yes, it is emotional. The emotion that there's no life behind it. There's life behind the emotion, but there's no life behind the emotion. Like you can't. It's like almost you can't fight the inevitable, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. In 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 certain situations, like you can't help to win or lose in love. Like you can't help but to to lose in love, even when you're winning. If that makes sense, you still ain't getting what I'm saying. I mean, because then it's like, well, how do you explain a relationship like ours? Where we are in a we are in a good place. We have our moments. I'm not saying our relationship is perfect. I'm not saying that we're good to each other all the time because we are we're not. But like I see what you're saying. It's it all depends on what type of situation that you're in. So you're saying it's conditional. It is conditional. Okay. Yes, it is. It's definitely That's conditional. That's different. It is. It's definitely conditional. Because once again, like love is a loveless emotion. Because if you're in a, an abusive relationship and you and you can't leave, but you're still there and you love them, what does that say? And it's crazy that we're wired that way as human beings. Like I was just thinking about that when we when I was using the restroom, like we are wired to feel. We are wired to care. And it's crazy how we will allow another person to beat us down and we still can't leave. Love is a loveless emotion. Well, it starts from what you see and what you're taught. I mean, it can, it can start from what you see and what you taught and, you know what I mean, being here or being there. But at the end of the day, though, when you think about it in that aspect and you're looking at you know what I'm saying? All the evidence that we have, it's proven. Love is a loveless emotion. Look at your previous relationship. Boom. I mean, yeah, but like I said, that it doesn't... No, it does. It doesn't explain our relationship is what I'm saying. But, but our relationship I mean, isn't... Is, is in, in the aspect Isn't of, in question. So why are you trying to compare what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying if you're making a uh, if you're making a generalized statement that love is a loveless emotion. I'm making a generalized statement to people that are in that situ in, in those type of situations. It's not going to apply to everybody. Okay. Some of us, yeah, like some of us may grow up now. Maybe five, ten years ago, we may be having a different a, a different situation. I'm gonna say. Five years ago, I'm not even gonna take it back. Ten, I'm gonna say five years ago. If you would have met me five years ago, we may be having a different conversation. If you may be sitting here saying like, "Damn, yeah, love is a loveless emotion," because I gave you everything that I gave you, but you still may have gotten that that nasty little, um, I'm gonna say, put my hands on you uh, trait. Oh, I would have left. You, you. People say that. You know what I'm saying? Until they're in that situation. No. Until that person. No, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from you. Like, hey, you may feel that way, but 
I've said that like, oh my gosh, like I would never be in no type of relationship like that. And I've been caught up. Yeah, and I told you, just like my last. So how could you just get ready to say like no? Listen to what I listen to what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. My last relationship was once it got to the point where we got physical. I knew that it was over. I just had you knew that it was over, but you still stayed because I was in a whole different city with nothing or nobody else. I had to get a game plan in place. Find. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I had to take time and it wasn't like I stayed for a long time. We got physical. Things got physical with us when she took me to Vegas for my birthday in November. I was out by May of the next year. Okay. So that's not a very long time. No, it's not a very long time. But in, <laughs> but in that process though, you definitely had some struggles or and feeling wise on what it was that you wanted to do and what you didn't want to do. And if you didn't, then Oh, like that's great. You yeah, know I'm I mean? not saying that I didn't go back and forth, but at the end of the day, for me, I knew at that point that the relationship was over. There was no making it work and going back. It was just like I'm gonna deal with you, I'm gonna be cordial with you. And you loved her. I'm gonna I mean we were we were still technically engaged. engaged. All right, all right, but, I, I, but I'm not saying that. But you loved her. Past tense. Yeah. Past tense today, in no, that moment. Past tense in that after she put her hands on me, like yeah, I I had to play the part to get my plan in place because I moved to a whole new city. Okay. I had no friends, no family. She isolated me. I had nowhere to go until I was able to make a plan to figure out what was my next move. So yeah, I had to play the part. Until I was able to figure out what was going to be my next move. And that's what I did. Okay. Basically. Okay. So you don't agree though that love is a loveless emotion? It's not that I don't agree that love love is a loveless emotion. And I, 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 get, what you, I get what you're saying. Because even in the situation. Because tomorrow you can wake up and not love me. Listen to me. You ain't, you ain't let me finish. Like. Even in our situation, when we do have our moments of disagreement or we mad at each other or we not talking or we both being petty, at the end of the day, the love that I have for you is what brings me back to being like, oh, Rashonda, you just being petty. Oh, Rashonda, she didn't... She, she didn't mean it that way. Oh, Rashonda, you looking at it from whatever perspective. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's... At the end of the day, it's the it's the love that I have for you that makes it bigger than the moment that we're in that makes us mad at each other. So it applies both ways. It was just like the way that you were explaining it, I felt like didn't was like too broad of a statement. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it, in that in that instance, you would have had to give examples on both sides sides of the spectrum. Because, like I said, in our relationship, like, it can still apply. Like, love is a loveless emotion. I get it. Because when you love somebody to no end, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't matter what they do or say that, you know what I'm saying? Either you're going to stick with them or you're not. And if you don't, then you don't love them. So, it's just like, I get it. But I just wanted you to be able to give examples, like I said, on both sides of the spectrum. Because 
when you talk about our relationship, our relationship is completely different from any other relationship that I've ever been in my whole yeah, entire 35 too. years of living. Me, me 45, I'm 45, 57. Right. What? I'll be 36 this year. So, I'll like, be I'll be 45. It's like, you know, I just wanted to have, like I said, both sides of the spectrum. When you, when, you, the, because in the, t- in the context that you said it in, it just made it seem like, if you're in a abusive or negative situation, then that's the reason why you stay. No, no, I've I've been in, I've been in relationships and I've been around relationships that, you know, I've had somebody that was in love with me but just couldn't take that step because they wanted to follow in the footsteps of their mother and their father. Like, hey, like I want my my life to resemble what they look like. I love you, but this is what it is that I have to do. You know what I'm saying? The the definition can it it is so broad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it can reach out to so many different situations. You can't really lock it in. So it is what it is. And I feel like that's how we should wrap it up on that one. Mm-hmm. Because that, that that right there was a good a good analogy. Yeah, it was. And I feel like this was a, a very good episode. I feel <laughs> I feel like every time that we have in, impromptu topics like this, we end up digging deeper and going way deeper. Maybe it's the tequila. Shout out to... I'm not even going to say that it's the, te- 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 the tequila. I'm going to say that it's life. I was going to say it's be, life experiences. Right. And this could be one of the reasons why, you know what I'm saying, I say, you know, love is a loveless emotion as well. Because I've been to prison. I've been in you know, uh, domestic situations i've been in love with somebody that was in love with me but was just scared of love because it didn't fit the people around them you know what i'm saying expectations of love i've just been in so many different situations and i've seen so many different things that uh it it, it scoped my definition of love being a loveless emotion if that makes sense (laughs) Uh, when you put it, woo, like I could, I could go on and on. When you put it that, can. when you put it that way, it makes me think of mm-hmm. examples that we've seen with our parents and our mm-hmm. grandparents. Like I seen my yes. mom struggle in love for so long, and it just, you know what I'm saying, it got to a point where I couldn't recognize her anymore, mm. and you know, like anyway. Like I said, I could go on and on and on. Right, we're like, gonna wrap it up. We're gonna have to come back and do a yeah, part two to this. We might have to do because a part it is like it is. It's a very deep situation. It's a very deep conversation. And when you really start thinking about what's you know the detail, uh, what's what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. <laughs> babe? Like now, like I'm listening to you. I'm bad not for you. The detailed description of what you've been through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in your life. Over, you know what I'm saying? Just, just your, your your life expansion, you know? It makes you just think, like, God damn. That, that's how I was feeling? Like, that what was going on? When you really go back and you look? Because I couldn't see it at first. I didn't see it until 10 years later. And that's why I'm an advocate for therapy. Everybody, every black person in America should get free therapy every month. I didn't know every black per- oh every black person yeah should get free therapy free oh okay. that's that should be okay. a part of our reparation reparations package. <laughs> I think that we need to vote for that. Put that on the ballot. God damn it. And it's true because once again, we're we're going off of 
uh, what our parents instilled in us, and mm-hmm. our parents wasn't fucking right. My my mama is just one step was was one step away of of being a slave, and she was a very dark woman, and her mom could have passed for a white woman. So you could just imagine what my mom went through, and when it was time for her to get to us, she didn't she didn't even know how to impact the love on us. Because it was never impacted on her. Mm-hmm. And then we take it down and go down. Oh, man, it's just deep. Yeah. God damn it. No. Anyway. We're, we're 45 minutes in. Yes. We got to go. We need tequila. I love you. Titties out. Mm. Your titties not even out. Why are you I'm telling glad you put them up business? today. Anyway. I did. Cause I All right. So we are going to end it here. We probably will be back with a part two of this episode. Because yeah. as you can see, this will go on and on and on and on and on. We can talk about love and relationships and happiness. About and about being a family, and, motherhood. And so many different perspectives. Yeah, so many different um, perspectives. But y'all already know what it is. So please make sure you rate and review our podcast. Share this episode with a friend. Who may be dealing with a situation where they are dealing with some type of abuse or they need some fresh perspective on love and happiness. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's love going and happiness. Everybody's going through their own things in life. You know what I mean? So I'm sure you could share this with a friend. Rate and review us. Like I said, send this episode to a friend. What else, babe? Follow us on all the tic- on all the social media platforms. Platforms. We're Brown Liquor on everything. We make it so easy for y'all. Instagram, Facebook, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations, our TikTok. And we out. We'll be back next week with next another episode. Week. Boom. And we're going to have a guest for y'all next week, man. We, we, we've been riding. We might have a guest, but we might have to finish this conversation. I got you. So we'll see. You both blow me up. All right. We love y'all. Peace out. Good night. Peace. Pam said. No, that was Martin, right? Yeah, that was Martin.